Hello, uh, just Charlie here at the start to say that tomorrow, Friday, if you're listening to this today, it comes out, uh, I'm going to be on an episode of The Rank List of Everything, which is a podcast from Harry, Harry number two, from episode number two. Uh, it was really fun. Basically, I picked one good thing, one bad thing, rank them on a list of literally everything, and it's really fun. You should all check it out. And also, I now have music. Uh, from now on, I will do this at the end, but I've already recorded the next two, so I'm going to do this at the start. Uh, the music is by AJ Morley on SoundCloud. There'll be links in the description. Go and check it out. It's really good. Yeah, AJ Morley and the rank list for everything tomorrow. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the show. And I will finish this somehow. I don't know. Bye. Hello and welcome to Why Did I Do That, a show where each week I'm joined by a lovely guest and we talk about all the embarrassing things we've done in our lives and try to laugh at them. My name is Charlie and today I'm joined by the handsomely voiced and the even more handsomely named Carlisle from Drag from Dungans and Dragnose podcast. Carlisle, say hi. Hello. Oh, that was lovely. You, you started by calling me lovely and then it just got more and more nice. Oh, thank you. I try. Thanks, I try ma'am. to my guests for welcome <laughs> <laughs> okay, you kind of have to. You have to warm them up a bit because they're basically on here to talk about a time they've been a complete. Yeah, no, tip. It, I don't think it would work if I was like, "Hey, look at this dickhead. Be a dickhead, you dickhead." He's here to tell and us it... about this time he was a complete dickhead. <laughs> Predictable, much? <laughs> I definitely didn't see that coming from such a dickhead. <laughs> anyway, just before we started, I literally asked you how to pronounce your podcast, and I still fucked it up. So I'm very sorry. <laughs> No, like I said, it's impossible to fuck up because it's just two completely gibberish words. I got two in my head about it, and I was like, "Oh no, oh no, I've, I've messed." Oh no, so you got you got one for two on the gibberish, and that's just one for two on how I pronounce it. So I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> so, uh, are you ready to crack on? Yeah. Um. N- none of my stories are that embarrassing. Well, that's some fine. of them. Are, one of them is, but kind of, it's hard to think of things for this because. As human beings, we tend to really block out everything that's ever embarrassed you. You kind of have to wait until you wake up sweating one night <laughs> and think, oh, God, that was horrible when it happened. Yeah, oh, hang I've on, done, hang I've on, so, that could be good. So this is episode four, and um, in the other three, I've just been going in and I'm like, I've got a few things. And then during it, people have said stuff and I'm getting like flashbacks and like clutching <laughs> the arms of my chair like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> writing it down though oh, it's good for next time yeah <laughs> so uh i like to start this off by asking you a couple questions so i can get to know you because this is the first time we've ever spoken people might yeah. not be able to tell because we have just such a natural rapport off the bat <laughs> yeah. but... best of mates already exactly uh so uh, are you ready for question number one <laughs> yeah hit me up cool what is your favorite simpsons episode my favorite Simpsons. I'm not that familiar with The Simpsons. I kind of just watch it every now and again when Fair it's on. Fair enough. Sky this was a risk I home. took when writing this question. <laughs> but I have, uh, so I don't know the names or the others, but I have two bits of The Simpsons which I love. Okay. One is kind of predictable because of the meme that it's become. But Steamed Hams is a wonderful. Sk- it's just brilliantly written. <laughs> it's a fantastic scene. And also, this is so. If people don't know what episode I'm talking about, this is going to sound completely insane. But there's an episode of The Simpsons where I think the plot is that Homer's mother has died and he's got her ashes and she wanted him to spread his ashes. Um, 
from the top of this mountain people when he gets there there's like this secret agent society or something there's some there's like this evil corporation working out of this mountain and maybe mixing episodes up here but he's so he's <laughs> imprisoned by these people and he's trying to think of a way to break free and he sees like a concrete block and a chain and he's like think think what can i do with these two things and then it just cuts to what he's seeing inside of his head and he's just he's put the chain on both of his nipples <laughs> and the concrete block at the end of that and he's just swaying back and forth to make the, the concrete block go like a pendulum and every time i think of that i fucking fall out my chair it's so funny so that i don't know what it's called and i don't know if i've gotten the context right but that is probably my favorite episode of the simpsons that's i don't i must have seen that one i've seen so many episodes of simpsons but that doesn't ring a bell but I'm going to have to like YouTube this little clip after we finish this because I feel like I need to see that in my life. Uh, so I'm a big fan of the movie as well. Oh, yeah, the it's, movie's it's great. It's a good movie. Uh, are you ready for question number two? Indeed. What is your typical Indian takeaway order? Uh, generally, something with paneer in. Oh, because I'm a fan. big fan. I'm a big fan. I accidentally, the other day, I was cooking and I accidentally made Indian poutine. That's what I'm Ooh. calling what I made. Because I was how cooking. How did you do this? <laughs> so. Normally I use, when I make a curry, because I'm uh, culinarily impaired, I use, uh, like, you know, you can get those patak sort of tins of sauce that are ready-made. Those are easy as piss. You just stick whatever you're cooking in the pan, you just pour that over, and you simmer it for 10 minutes, and then you come back and it's done. Um, But I was looking for more long-lasting shelf stuff, because I wasn't going to be in my house for very long, and then I was going to leave it here. So I got some paste, which works a bit differently... You, ha- you kind of have to add water and stuff, and it's a bit more involved, but then you've got loads of it. Um, so I was making that, and I added my paneer way too early. So it was boiling in the water <laughs> with the sauce and the spices, and it just disintegrated. So what happened is I got like an even film of cheese throughout my oh. curry, and I... Well, the thing is, it sounds terrible. It was actually it quite nice. nice. <laughs> it was actually quite nice, and I might just do it again deliberately now that I know how to do it. But... I tend to eat my curry with chips instead of rice. It's just oh, something enough. that I enjoy doing. So it was basically Indian poutine. It was just <laughs> like cheese mist in gravy, which Indian gravy with chips. That was good. I've wanted yeah, to try poutine for so long. It looks so good. I've never had it, but I would. I'm very, very curious. I, know, I might just have to go to Canada just for the poutine. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are places I could get it here, but it's not the same. <laughs> I'm assuming get, from the zero Phil times Better I've too. had it, it's not as good as the Canadian one. <laughs> Let's get Phil better to mail us some. I'm sure oh, it'll yeah. be wonderful when it gets here. <laughs> Just like two-week-old chips. Oh, two-week-old soggy chips. <laughs> uh, you ready for question one. number three? Yeah. What is the first album that you owned? The first album that I ever owned was Linkin Park's Reanimation. Ooh. I walked into... Nice. Here's the thing. That's quite a complex album, actually. And it's actually universally hated i actually now think it's one of my favorite albums ever because i just love how unique a lot of the production is on that and some of the guest rap verses are really cool uh it's really imaginative remixes that come out from that hybrid theory which is a really good album in my opinion but when i got it i was like eight so all of that (laughs) went completely over my head what happened is my dad took me and my two brothers into a cd shop and he said you guys could choose a cd and the cover of reanimation has like a cool transformer looking dude on it Oh no! Nice. And I was like, "I'm gonna get this one." <laughs> Obviously, yeah. You pick the Transformer soundtrack, of course you do. Yeah, and uh, you know, my parents 
probably would have uh, rejected it if they ever thought that it might lead to my uh, love of Linkin Park later in life and they'd have to listen to all this rap and screamo. Uh, but they, you know, it didn't have, it's not explicit anywhere on that album, which is really impressive actually, seeing as it's got loads of guest rap verses on. So actually, I think that's quite the merit actually. But um, yeah, so there's no explicit tags on the album. So my dad was happy to buy me that. And then I remember listening to that, just sort of being like, I don't really feel any two ways about this because it's just completely different from anything I'd ever heard. <laughs> Most of my exposure to music at that point was my dad, what he played in the car, which was all sort of Dire Straits, Queen, which are all fantastic. Yeah, very nice. Um, and songs that I would sing on church camps. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And, you know, know. Some, some absolute bangers, but they didn't stay <laughs> in my memory so well. <laughs> Uh, I feel like some people would think my one was embarrassing, but I stand by the first album I ever owned, the self-titled Busted by Busted. You are completely right to stand by that. Busted are a great band. And everybody still, who says differently what? are stupid. I still listen to Busted, not their new stuff, but they're all, the first, the original, the OG2 albums, amazing. They were the first people yeah. I ever saw live as well, Wembley Arena. I I was obsessed with them. Who's when your I was... favourite? Probably Charlie, but well, it's hard though because I love things that Charlie has gone on to done after Busted. Yeah, I really like his solo album. I don't know if you've heard that. He's got three actually. I think. Yeah, well, I listened yeah. to the first one. I really liked it, and then I sort of forgot that he released other ones. <laughs> I like I like some select songs. I don't the whole thing, but I respect that he did it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, um, Fight Star actually, his uh, his metal rock band is. Uh, they made my favorite album of all time. I'm not a big fan of them in particular overall, but that one album is my favorite album. Oh wow! I know, I know a few of the fight fight star songs, like paint paint the target, paint your target. Paint your target is a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the the main one that sticks in my head. I think that was their first single, so that was a that was kind of that was kind of people were talking about that one because yeah. it's uh you know it was the first thing he'd released since Busted, and obviously it was way different. He was screaming in it. But he did do some screaming with Busted, not on any studio versions, but when they did 3am live, he used to yeah. belt out a scream and it was sick. I used to have yeah. a, a live album of theirs as well and I used to listen to that quite a lot and there yeah, were a few screams. Um, yeah, I saw them. I saw them in Freshness Year two years ago. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, when they just announced that they were getting back together oh. and, you know, that was something I never ever thought would happen <laughs> and i i was over the moon it was one of the best days of my life uh the, my... the tour was called the pigs can fly tour and they oh, had like nice. pigs on balloons <laughs> stadium. my uh, my favorite memory from seeing them live was matt willis changing the line um you can she bent down to show me more to she bent down and showed me her boobies yeah which, it was real as clever. a seven-year-old I fucking loved. I loved that. I was like, he said boobies. Oh my god! I remember that because we used to listen to that CD in the car a lot, and my mum hated it. My dad was kind of ambivalent towards it, but every <laughs> oh, time that happened, they them. were kind of just snicker. My mum was not a fan of Busted, though. I have been playing the new stuff for her. I really like the new album. It's a yeah. lot more. Sort of I'm looking forward album. to album four. They said it's a bit more, yeah, a bit like harder. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Ooh, I'm excited. I, yeah, I just saw the they put up that, that picture on Twitter. Album four with no other details. I've not heard anything else about it, but yeah, I was because I was just talking to my mum the day before. Isn't that funny <laughs> when that happens? So, there should be a new album coming out soon, and there was, and that was 
And I felt like a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, are you ready for your next question? Indeed. What is your favourite item of clothing that you own? Um, I am not what you call a fashionable man. A hundred percent of my shirt. Well, a hundred percent is not true. Um, but a lot of my shirts for a long time. The only time I'd ever go clothes shopping was at concerts. Oh, so fair. almost all my shirts are band shirts. Uh, right now I'm wearing a charity shirt. Um, from a charity, charity called Sea Shepherd. Uh, ch- uh, charity shirt rather. Oh, it's, it's, it's I from like a charity. See, yeah, yeah. They're, they're good. So I'm, I've got, I've been complimented on this shirt by fans. People who like what they do, so that, that's kind of cool. Um, I have several signed T-shirts, but I don't really wear them because I don't want the yeah. sign to fade. Though um, I had, I have an Asking Alexandria shirt, which was previously, and I don't understand how this happened because it was signed by literally every member uh, of the original lineup, and I never wore it for that reason. Yeah, I just left it in my cupboard. <laughs> And now all the signatures are gone. Like, you could just sort of see some scribbles. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know how, but I guess just friction with the other shirts in the cupboard as I took things in and out, just eventually wore it all down. So now I wear that shirt because there's nothing to preserve. I have a signed Simple Plan shirt as well from the guitarist. I saw them live, right? And while the singer and stuff were just talking on stage, the guitarist just came around to coat check and just was sort of hanging out during the concert. <laughs> and we were there just getting a drink. And it was just there, and our mate's dad, who was like, guys, well, yeah, look, it's just there. <laughs> the band was on stage doing the thing. It was just like, yeah, hi, guys. And he signed our shirt while the concert was ongoing, and then he went back to stage and played the next song. Fair, uh, fair yeah. enough. So that's just a quite unique little memory I have. Uh, <laughs> so that's a, a good shirt. I have a shirt from my brother. It says, stand back, I'm going to try and science. Nice. Which has got, like, uh, illustrations of, like, some beakers and, and stuff on, which is... I get people. I get a lot... People ask me where I got that and stuff, so that's probably a good one. We'll go with that one. The the science shirt. Sounds good. My, uh, going just back to what you said about the guitarist of the band, my girlfriend went to see... I don't know if you heard of this band called The Japanese House. I've not. They're quite, like, um, sort of, like indie pop sort of but it's quite also like quite techno as well she went to see them and um this was a couple years ago when they'd only just released like two eps or something and they got there ridiculously early and when they got there the whole band was just like walking back from tesco's with mill deals (laughs) and they were just sat outside having a cigarette and they were like hey and they're like you guys are really early (laughs) have you ever heard of a band called mastodon i've not no i when i'm not in the uk i'm in luxembourg where my my family lives Oh, very nice. And there's a festival there called... from Luxembourg. I feel, <laughs> well, feel honoured. If you do, I probably know them because there's about seven people in Luxembourg. <laughs> but uh, it's the size of my bedroom here, basically, <laughs> the, country, the whole country. Um, but I was, uh, yeah, there's a festival there called Rockfield. There's a band uh, that played there once called Mastodon. And they went after the festival to the same curry house that my brother frequents with his with his friends oh nice and they were trying to get you know and they were completely pissed <laughs> and so my my brother my brother and their his friends recognized them and so they went up to them trying to get them to sign stuff and they were like yeah 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 man 
and then like getting to the waiter. These guys want a bottle of water. <laughs> Can you get these guys a bottle of water? They just didn't understand what was happening at all. I don't know if they ever. I think they got some pictures in the end, but they were just really friendly and had no idea what was expected of them. <laughs> They sound like nice people, though. There's nothing worse than when you meet someone who's an absolute arsehole. Oh, yeah. yeah like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of a festival... I can't even remember what it's called now. Blissfields? I've not heard of it. It's quite a small one, like, where I live. And um, Bastille played there a couple of years ago before they, like, went big. Like, just before they released their first album, they played there. And my friend went there that year, and he said the lead singer was such an arsehole to everyone. <laughs> like, he was acting like he had such big balls when he wasn't even, like, famous at the time. Oh, People, yeah. like, came up and asked for pictures, and he was just like, um, I actually have places to be, leave me alone. <laughs> and I was like, you have That's about not four what you fans. expect from Bastille. Yeah, I know. Because uh, the kind of music they make, it's all very, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> uh, upsetting. Uh, are you ready for your sixth and final question yeah what is the last meal out that you had the last uh, does takeout count no yeah I guess go, not. go. Uh, well, do, I, do a takeout and then do a meal out I had uh, Pizza Hut recently very nice um, what, what, I, what's your toppings well I'm a vegetarian so I tend to just get whatever's got veggie in the name and then just go very for that nice. I'm also well I'm a vegan so I'm almost a vegetarian <laughs> you're you're a vegetarian plus basically. Yeah. What I what I always say is vegetarians are just shit vegans. <laughs> I'm just a crap vegan. I you know because I understand that the stuff that I eat still directly relates to uh, mistreatment of animals. But I fucking love cheese. Yeah. You know? I get that. I was vegetarian for like I I ate meat until I was till about a year and a half ago, and then I went vegetarian for like a year. But the whole time I was like, I'm gonna go vegan. It's just. I just need to do it, but I was like, all this food tastes so nice, and then one day I just woke up and I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it, so fuck it. Uh, I I admire your resolve. Maybe <laughs> one day I'll make that leap, but man, it's it's hard enough to find things that I like as it is. <laughs> it does help when you have a vegan girlfriend who every day is like, are you going to go vegan yet? Are you going to go vegan yet? Which, no, she wasn't really like that, but... Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, that's, uh, my... Everyone in my podcast is vegetarian. Uh, when me and Ross met uh, Chris, it was a coincidence that Chris was also vegetarian. But um, when I met Ross, I wasn't a vegetarian. And Ross has always been a vegetarian his whole life. Oh, okay. And, and I w- I've been thinking about it because I was uncomfortable with kind of what I was funding and stuff. And Ross doesn't like salad. <laughs> he doesn't like tomatoes and various other common vegetables and i remember watching him and be like he's been a vegetarian his entire life yeah i like these things <laughs> if he can manage i can definitely do it so he never tried to get me to be a vegetarian and in fact if he ever did it probably would have had the complete opposite effect yeah but because i could just see him functioning and thinking i could do this a lot more comfortably than him and he's completely happy so you just so, did yeah, it to helped. prove to him how easy it was. <laughs> You're like, look at you. You've done it your whole life. I could do it. I'm better than you already. <laughs> I just, the fact that he could do it at all, <laughs> not liking all these things that I do like. I was like, yeah, I can eat happily. If he can if he can eat happily, I can eat very happily. So, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so last thing was takeaway. What about the last meal you oh, yeah, ate sorry. at a restaurant? <laughs> That's right. Um, we get derailed a lot here. It's fine. <laughs> I went to Spoons with my mum. Oh, classic. Because every time I go 
somewhere with my mum, I have to go to either Spoons or Nando's. Which I say that I said that like it was a bad thing. In both cases, always a good meal. But yeah. especially when she's paying. <laughs> but um, my mum, right, in the last two or three years, has become allergic to gluten, dairy, fructose, Ooh, that's and soy and nuts and <laughs> something in chocolate and she doesn't know what it is jesus not not the dairy because she was having dairy-free chocolate <laughs> so it's just something new <laughs> in chocolate so that what... was her like one treat she could still have and now she can't have that so when she goes to spoons what does she eat she gets a bunch of uh when i was there recently she had a tuna baked potato without any butter because that's she can have that oh, okay. but it's literally just those two ingredients just a lot of <laughs> baked potatoes and steamed vegetables yeah. and there's a vegan curry which she she had before, but, you know, she had that when there was slightly less, you know, because it, it yeah. piles on. It's something new every time I go back to see it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I really hope long, it's not genetic. a long-form game of uh, allergy bingo, and she's doing pretty well. <laughs> I'm sure she'll really appreciate when she gets bingo, when she's on an <laughs> IV drip. <laughs> so she can have <laughs> One of my friends is allergic to the sun, so, you know. Oh boy! Yeah, oh, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has literally to like, a vampire. She has to start going to the hospital in like January and get like UV treatment. So by the summer, her body's like used to it. Otherwise, she just flares up, and it's, yeah. it's not a fun time to be her. I can't remember. There's the name of a syndrome, which is men being allergic to their own semen. <laughs> Jesus. So and it's not a problem until they it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. And then they just get quite itchy and stuff. Oh, but apparently it would, oh, it would sting on the yeah, way out, wouldn't it? Indeed. Oh, God. But apparently the treatment is subcutaneous injections oh. of your own semen. So it just into your skin. <laughs> you, just, you have to farm. And obviously you have to you have to put yourself through some stress because obviously you have to farm the semen somehow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then Jesus. inject it back into you. And apparently that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure some people are just into that. Yeah. You know, Sorry if that was quite a not safe for work ad lib. <laughs> oh, it's this whole podcast has been not safe for work so far, so just roll with it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, thank you for answering those questions. I feel like I know you so much better now. Great, I'm I, glad. I know, I know that you like poutine. Well, you you'd like to try poutine. I know that you see lots of bands live, which I think is very cool. And I also Rock know that you're not a big Simpsons fan, which is all good. I'm I'm a fan. I've just never really watched it. I tell you what, I'm a big Futurama fan. I oh, see. I've never watched Futurama, but meaning to oh, for so brilliant. long. It is brilliant. Have you watched the new Netflix one? This I have. I finished. I just finished the first season, What'd and I I quite enjoy it. Yeah, oh, yeah I quite I like it. It's pretty good. I really like the the main woman in it. I like. She does a show called yeah, Broad City. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I've not seen it. It's incredible. It's like one of the funniest things I've ever watched. But that is not an embarrassing thing. I think it's quite normal to like that. I'm going to stop derailing my own podcast and move on to the next segment. Yay! Um, so, Carlisle. Do you, do you want like Carlisle or Carl? Uh, either is fine. Okay. I used to insist on Carlisle. My mother didn't want to name me Carlisle. I'm named after my grandfather because she likes the name Carlisle, but she doesn't like the name Carl. And she was like, and everyone's going to call him Carl. But then my, my grandfather died when she was pregnant with me. So they were like, oh, yeah, we'll have to call him Carlisle yeah. now. Um, and I always kind of stood by that because I felt the same way. Not really a fan of Carl, uh, but I was a fan of Carlisle. But I didn't really make any friends in first year until the end of first year where I made friends with Ross. And then Ross introduced me to everyone as Carl. And I was like, I finally made a friend. I'm just going to deal with it. <laughs> so, now, so now I'm 
Carl to everybody. You can call me the wrong name. I don't mind. <laughs> I just need well, to think, Now I'm totally fine with it because now I'm used to it because everybody in Sheffield calls me Carl. <laughs> so when I'm in the UK, I'm Carl. When I go back to Luxembourg, I'm Carlisle again. Fair enough. I will, I'll try to stick to Carlisle, but if I say Carl, just... I really, I really don't mind okay, now. Cool. It, yeah. I, I have a funny story about how I was named. I'm named after a cat. <laughs> that is a 100% true story. My mum had a friend who had a cat named Charlie. And uh, oh, I just ha- hit the desk. Sorry if you heard that. Uh, and um, when she was pregnant with me, my she was asking my brother, who's a couple years older than me, what? Well, obviously, she wouldn't be asking him if he's younger. That was a dumb thing to say. I apologise. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was asking him uh, what he'd like to name me, and he said, "I'd like to name her Charlie after Joe's cat." So now I'm Charlie, named after a cat. And I That's saw a very I formal to... name for a cat. I know it is. Yeah. And I was working in a, a cinema a few years ago, and the woman whose cat I've named after came in, and she was like, hi, are you Linda's son? And I was like, oh, yeah, hi. And she was like, oh, you're named after my cat. And I was like, oh, hi, you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I have a bit of a weird name story, but, you know, it's all good. I like my name. It works. Uh, anyway, right. so... um. Yeah, when I first told you, when you first heard about this podcast, uh, what was the first story that came into your head? What is the one that you were like, this is one people need to know. Embarrass yourself. I've got a few written down because you kind of have to wait for them to come to you in waves. So um, let's choose from here. Would you like to hear a story involving Peter or a story involving urine? You've got to go urine. Come on, that's not even a (laughs) question. Um, So I was in my school in Luxembourg. Uh, and I needed a bit of a wee before class. You can probably see where this is going. I can see where uh, this is going. But I, I didn't I didn't go for it. So I, I had ITC, computer class, and I, I I was in there, and I was telling this teacher, and this teacher was a real stickler for this kind of thing. Yeah. So I really need to go to the toilet, and he just wasn't having it. Can I ask how old, that... how old are you at this point? I think I was about... 12 oh, probably 12 okay. yeah and so i'm i'm holding my willy <laughs> directly through my shorts and <laughs> and he just, i just i keep asking and eventually I just like oh, i can hold it until until after the class i, I was wrong <laughs> and nobody noticed in the class which i think is pretty pretty substantial i bet people probably noticed in the class going in afterwards because <laughs> Obviously, I was sit down, and we kind of had kind of those fabric on the chairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, there was a huge wet patch on my trousers, <laughs> but it was it was loads because I was really holding oh, it in. I hope the person so, who sat in that chair next was an absolute asshole, and they deserved it. <laughs> if it was a too. nice person, I'd feel so bad. For yeah, me. I'd never considered that, but now I'm thinking about that. I probably ruined someone's day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it spread completely through my trousers, like front and back. Oh, gee. Like, oh. like it looked like I'd been in a puddle, which <laughs> came to my aid later because I think this teacher realized what he'd done. Um, anyway, <laughs> fair, I wet myself. He is never saying no to another kid, is he? <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I didn't, I wasn't like BT dubs or wet myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I just sort of sat in it because there was only five minutes left of the class. And so when class happened, I was. I waited for everyone else to leave because I didn't want to stand up and let everyone see my really damp trousers. Um, so I waited for everyone else to leave and then I kind of, I left walking quite slowly and 
there was another class waiting to go in <laughs> outside the door. Um, so they, so I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> so I just went straight to the to the bathroom. And I just took my trousers off and I just sort of hung them <laughs> over the bathroom stall to just try and get them to dry a bit. Um, and I had to skip French. I told my friend Brandon what was happening. And I was just like, tell him I have like an emergency. <laughs> and thankfully, my French teacher never bothered me. He was one of the only teachers in that school that liked me. Oh, okay. So I was I was good in his French class. It was class. good that it was him next. Yeah. If it so was he, like... German, you would have been fucked. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, especially German. Um, so he just let me have it. Um, so I was waiting for that, but you know, the the damp never completely went away from my trousers. But eventually, during the kind of recess period, I elected it was time to put my trousers back on and go and mingle. So <laughs> I go back outside. Some people are already aware of what has happened, either because it's obvious or because Brandon told them. <laughs> And so, and some people are not sure. And there was this one girl in particular called Madeline who was really pushing for the fact that it had happened. Really letting people know, guys, Carlisle's definitely wet himself. And so the teacher that taught ITC was the same teacher that taught maths. Okay. So we had him for maths after, after that lunch recess. And he, he I think he realized what, what had happened. <laughs> Because he he was saying, Madeline was doing that during the class. Like, Carl's definitely wet himself. Look at his trousers. And he was like, now if you wet yourself, Madeline, comes out the front. But as you can see, Carlisle's is all around the back. <laughs> so his story, what I've been telling people is I've fallen in a puddle. It was a very sunny day. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I fell in the puddle and then it evaporated straight away. It's true. I was standing over the puddle and it evaporated into my shorts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he was saying so Carlisle kind of wet himself you see he must he just got wet yeah because the sink and stuff <laughs> so he kind of came to IA because I think he realized I wet himself in his ITC class earlier when I was begging to go to the toilet uh, but I think it didn't fool anyone because obviously urine comes with an associated smell I think yes. I probably didn't smell very nice for that especially whole on day. a hot day <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not making that better no mingled in with some sweat i'm a very sweaty man as well <laughs> so uh, i actually unfortunately have a very similar story <laughs> is uh, it one that you you had or did you hear me telling this and you went, oh no uh, no it's, this is one that i had this is at the forefront of my mind quite a lot of the time <laughs> uh, so I, I was in year four which in england schools uh i was probably nine or ten no okay. a little bit younger than that eight or nine we'll say eight or nine and um, I was I was always a child who was very scared of getting in trouble. So we'd just come back in from break time, and I really needed the toilet. But I knew that like my teacher was like, if you ask, she'd be like, well, why didn't you go break? And I could not deal with that kind of questioning. I didn't have an answer. I was playing football. I'm allowed to not waste my time in the toilet. So I'm sat there, <laughs> and it's getting worse and worse, and I can feel it. And then, you, obviously, you know the moment. Oh, yeah. It just happens. Shivers run through you. And uh, I was... <laughs> I was very scared, and I was sat there, and I could feel it. So we're, I was in primary school, so we, you're sat on the carpet, like, cross-legged <laughs> on the carpet. That's how you sit. <laughs> so it's all in my lap. It's seeped down. I'm soaking wet. It's all on the carpet. And um, my teacher's like, right, we have uh, ICT next. Everyone go out to the computers. So we leave the room, and I'm like, 
thank God, no one will know. And the whole time, the person sat next to me on ICT on the computers is a bit like, oh, something smells a bit. And I'm like, yeah, 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 it's not me. I don't know what you're talking about. You're, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Nothing has ever smelled, you idiot. <laughs> and then so we do the lesson, and I'm incredibly wet and incredibly uncomfortable. And then we go back in the classroom, and there's just this huge wet patch on the floor. And <laughs> everyone notices it as they're coming back in everyone and i'm sat down and the teacher's like who who was that who was that she was like shouting and i was like i'm not saying anything i'm not saying anything she was like who was it who was it and then she starts like calm down and i i sat next to my friend and i I, I, like poked him and i was like pointing at the wet spot and i was pointing at me and i was so red and i was so embarrassed and then he just starts pissing himself which doesn't help me feeling bad and um and eventually Especially like, if, if you mean that literally. <laughs> that, that would have made me feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. That's a I'm real like, show of friendship. I'm Don't worry, like... Fred. Just put a hand on your shoulder and just <laughs> methodically wet yourself in solidarity. <laughs> That's the kind of friend that I need. <laughs> um and then eventually the teacher like calms down and she's like, Okay, whoever it is, come and see me at the end of the lesson. You're not in trouble, whatever. So like everyone, everyone leaves to go out to lunchtime or whatever, and uh, and I'm sat there and I stand up and I was like, "Missed that was me." And she was like, "Oh, that's okay." But then they have to like put like I don't know if you've if it was the same at your school, but they have like the sick sawdust. When a <laughs> when a kid's been sick somewhere, they just have sawdust that they chuck on it so people don't stand on it. But they had to right. sawdust my piss on this bathroom floor. <laughs> And they had to go out and I had to tell them which chair I was sat on while we were on the computers. And they had to sawdust that chair. And the whole thing was just full of sawdust. And I had to go and get changed into my PE kit, which is the worst. Because then everyone, like, no one knows why. And we, So we had PE that day. So I'm there in, like, tracksuit and a, and a jumper. And everyone's like, why are you wearing your PE kit? Did you piss yourself? Because obviously... My yeah. friend, who was obviously a bit of a dick, told everyone. <laughs> so uh, I'm there in my PK, and they're like, why are you wearing your PK? Did you piss yourself? And I was like, no, they just said I could get changed earlier. You, you idiot. I just fucking love PE, okay? <laughs> I'm just ready. Okay, maybe you should actually be prepared, and you'd be doing I well at school. live for this shit, okay? <laughs> Rounders is my jam, alright? <laughs> Fuck you. And I then, swear, oh, I've got a great story. I just remembered, sorry about Randers. Carry on. That's all right. uh, <laughs> okay. We'll get to that one next. Um, and it gets worse because, so I'm in my PK, everyone knows, it's very embarrassing. Um, and then the end of the day, we have an assembly, a whole school assembly. <laughs> so all the classrooms are walking in. I am the only person not in uniform. Everyone knows why I'm not in uniform. As soon as I walk in, everyone starts like pointing and whispering and I'm like Fuck <laughs> So that was that was how I pissed myself at school. Yeah. Thankfully though, no one took the piss out of me about it for too long. It was maybe like a few days and then it finished. Cause that could have been like you know kids, you do one thing wrong and they pick on you for like ten oh, yeah. years. That could have yeah, you... easily been one of those. So I'm quite lucky that Somehow people managed to forget about it. I guess something worse happened a few days afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'd I'd love to hear this rounder story that you. Have. Yeah. Um. So this isn't that embarrassing, but it is really funny. Um. I. So my friend. So Ross from my podcast. He was out with some friends. I didn't really know what he was doing. 
and I just got a message from him, like, come to this location. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I, I went, and what was happening is he and some friends, and he needed some more people to play, and he thought of me, were playing Drinking Rounders, which, oh. if people are aware of what both of those things are, probably are aware of what drinking is, but if you're not British, <laughs> you probably don't know what Rounders is. This is a terrible idea. This is so dangerous. <laughs> I love how um, shit Rounders is. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. At my school, it was just like, oh, it's sunny, let's play rounders. <laughs> oh, it's raining, let's play rounders in the hall. For anyone who doesn't know, who, who didn't go to a like, a British primary school, I guess, or apparently a Luxembourg primary school. <laughs> oh, no, no, this was uh, this year, earlier this year. Oh, okay. So anyone who probably wasn't born, it's basically shit baseball. You have to go <laughs> underarm. So it's a bit like it's a bit more like shit softball, which is already shit baseball. So you have to underarm throw, and then you hit the ball, but you're not allowed to stop on the bases. You just have to run all the way around in one go. So every game ends like one nil, especially when you're like eight and no one can fucking hit the ball. <laughs> anyway, uh, we, back yeah. to drunk baseball. It's like shit softball, which is shit baseball. Is really funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were stopping on the bases. It was the first time I'd ever played rounders, so I didn't know that that was weird. Yeah. Oh, you missed but, out. <laughs> but basically, at every um, base, so what we were doing, we were using those, like, you know, little short cones that you use in most sports when you just set up a field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the, the bases. And the hole in the middle was filled with a pint glass with sangria in it. <laughs> oh, love it. And you had to have a drink for every base that you got in a run, right? So, And this is a game involving a bat and throwing balls and running. <laughs> so everybody's pretty fucking drunk. When I think of uh, drinking games, I usually think of like sat around maybe with some cards. I don't normally think of like <laughs> physical activity. I tell you what, it was, it was such an awful idea and it was so dangerous, but it was so much fun. <laughs> I would recommend... <laughs> Just for the fun that it is. But it is obviously the worst idea, but it's really fucking fun. <laughs> I'm but... going to try this. I'm going to get yes. people on this. It sounds great. And it, it was it was my turn to bat. I had a, a bit to drink. So obviously, I'm feeling a bit disoriented. Everybody's feeling a bit disoriented. The ball comes my way, and I make the hit. I get the, ball, the bat to the ball. But I get it so that it hits like the inside of the bat. Oh, yeah. So it jumps off the bat and hits me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but I've made the hit so I can start running. But obviously, I'm, I'm disoriented because I've started drinking, and I'm disoriented because I've just been hit in the face with a ball. So I fall over halfway to the base, to the first base, and I just keep rolling. <laughs> but I do it deliberately because I'm rolling and I can't get up. So I roll the rest of the way to the first base, and I just stick my hand on the base, and I made it to the first base. <laughs> And because we weren't playing, they had to go the whole way around. That was fine. And I did eventually get a rounder off that because I made it on the next <laughs> run. But by the time I made it to the first base, I look up and probably someone could have stopped me. But everybody was fucking pissing themselves, like bent over laughing. There was someone with a ball who could have thrown it to the guy in first place and probably could have stopped me in plenty of time. But everybody was just rolling. Because I can't imagine how funny it looked. <laughs> I need some friends that text me out of the blue saying, come here, and then you turn up and they're playing drunk around us. <laughs> That's the kind of people that everyone needs in their life. <laughs> it, was, 
I oh, have, it's I have time. A, a drinking game story if you'd like to hear it. Yeah, hit me up. I'll go. <laughs> uh, so uh, I went to see my friend while he was at uni, and uh, so I, we get there and it's like eight o'clock and we're like right obviously start drinking so we head down this is he went to a union quite a posh place we head down to the local waitrose because <laughs> that is the only shop that is nearby and get some beer and because i didn't realize that we'd be playing a drinking game i just got some some like dark fruit cider you know pretty right. standard standard strong beer. that's good for a drinking game oh oh wait <laughs> okay really okay not. Right. so uh we get back and we start playing this card game that, like, me, like, all our friend group, we went on holiday together and we played it, like, the whole time. So now anytime any of us together, we play this game. It's called President. I don't know if you've heard it. I think it has some other names, but I don't know what they are. Yeah, it, it rings a very distant bell, yeah. but I don't know what it is. It's a very confusing game where two is the highest card and three is the lowest card for some reason. And <laughs> okay. You play... So basically, like, you put a card down and then people play higher cards and then the higher cards, you get wins the hand. And then the aim is to lose all your cards. So we play that. So a new round is happening like every minute. And um, my friend goes, right, if you win a hand, you don't have to drink. Everyone else has to drink. No, no, it wasn't that. It was if you win a hand, you have to drink. If you lose the hand, you have to drink twice. Okay. So, so this is this is a pretty involved drinking game. Yeah. This, gets, this is an efficient drinking game. And, um, the number eight card, if you play that by itself, you automatically just win the hand. Like, so if you play on anything, the hand just ends. So we're playing this game, and it's very much like, play like three cards, do a drink. Play three cards, have a drink. So when you're drinking cider, not fun, very airy, <laughs> not good, not a good time. And then my friend has three eights in his hand, and instead of playing three eights in one go, getting them all the way, he goes, eight, drink, eight, drink, eight, drink. So me and my other friends are all drinking twice because we yeah. lost all the hands. So by the end of one round, I've gone through about three ciders in about 15 minutes, and I'm very drunk. My stomach feels terrible, and they're like, oh, we're going to go outside and have a smoke. And I'm like, right, I'll come with you. I need some fresh air. We get to the front. I stand up, and um, it's, I'm not feeling good, but you know, I'm like, I can do this. I got this. We head out the front door. The second the door closes, I'm like, Ben, you need to let me back in. And he was like, why? And I was like, you just please open the door. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, Ben, don't ask me questions. Just open the door. And he was like, are you going to be sick? And I was like, just let me in. So he finally opens the door. I run to the toilet. I'm throwing up. This is nine o'clock in the evening, by the way. Right. That's what makes the story so bad. It was 9 p.m. <laughs> I'm throwing up in the toilet. And they're like, I'm like, yeah, go out for a fag. I'll be fine. I'll be out in a minute. And I'm just lying there like... What am I doing? What am I doing? But it turned out to be a very tactical chunder. Went on the rest of the night, drunk loads, and had a great time. Oh, <laughs> good! I'm glad. I First played time, a. And also, I'm not. I'm not someone who throws up very often. Like I've probably thrown up from drinking, maybe four times in my life. Nice. So this, uh, this was a very new and horrible experience for me. <laughs> Brilliant. I I played beer pong once. Oh yeah. But with rum instead of beer. <laughs> and nobody was sick, which is pretty incredible. But after the game, nobody had any idea what was going on anymore. <laughs> I, I had a story about beer pong in the last episode with Phil Better, where I didn't realise that when you play beer pong, you're supposed to put like a shot worth of beer in. So me and my friend just filled <laughs> the cups right to the top. <laughs> that wasn't fun. That sounds messy. It would have gone everywhere. Sorry, listen to episode three with Phil Better. <laughs> Self-plug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Right, so we're at about 40 minutes. I think we have one time for one last story, and I want to hear this pizza story that you you sizzled at the start. <laughs> so, turns out that's a very good choice of words, actually. <laughs> um, so, I kind of have a... Uh, I had, rather, it, it's fallen off a lot recently, a reputation in my family for being this guy that will walk into the... And this is from ages, like, 11 to 14. So this was actually pretty impressive. I'll walk into like Indian restaurants and always get the hottest thing, no, and be I was th- fine I was with it. it. <laughs> I was like, I'll have a korma, please, and can you ease on the spice? <laughs> I, um, so yeah, this is something I done, but I, I, I don't do it so much anymore because, as I alluded to earlier, I'm a very naturally sweaty man, <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily correlate to how uncomfortable I am or how much exercise I've done, but I just always <laughs> sweat a lot, regardless. So even if I have spicy food that's not that spicy and I'm completely comfortable, I do a lot of sweating. So And I get quite self-conscious about that now. So when I'm with people, I don't tend to get very spicy food. And as a result, my tolerance has gone down a bit now, I think. But yeah. I used to have this, this reputation. And one day, my mom said, instead of ordering pizzas, let's make our own pizzas for tonight. And me and my brothers were like, yeah, sick idea. So we went to the shops to get you know bases and the cheese and stuff that we wanted. I was particularly excited because... Um, I like. I prefer to have barbecue base for my pizzas oh, instead of tomato nice. sauce. I'm, I'm, I'm glad like you agree. Sometimes. I get some real stick for that, so I'm glad you agree. Oh no, no. I work at a pizza place. Like it, uh, one of the most popular ones has got barbecue base. I personally enjoy it for like the first couple slices. Then it That's gets fair. a bit too rich for me. I'm more of that's a. Fair. I'd rather dunk into some barbecue. Yeah, that's that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, so I got the the barbecue sauce and everything, and I was like, oh, I'll get some uh, chili peppers, yeah, just to cut up on. And this is in Luxembourg. All the signs are in French. I don't know what any of them are, they're, but there's just this huge rack in the mall, just with huge pots full of all these different chili peppers. And I just chose one that had like an interesting shape, <laughs> and I just got three or four of those <laughs> and cut them up. Now that was my first mistake, just choosing at random and not thinking about it. Do you know what they are now? Yeah, so I think I do. I I was thinking about this last night, and I um just googled some pictures and went for one that looked familiar, and I think I found what it was. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, so I I was cutting up these these chilies thin, just putting them all around the pizza, and my second mistake was cooking them under the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I put them under the cheese. So it all seeped into the pizza very efficiently. Um, you know, and then I put everything else I wanted on top. And we cooked that. And I was really looking forward to it. Um, but after we had took the pizza out, uh, <laughs> I took one bite of this pizza and drank four bottles of milk afterwards. Uh, it was so hot. And I really wasn't expecting that because in Luxembourg, spicy food is not that spicy yeah i went you know as i said i always went to indian restaurants and i was like yeah i have this and they're like it's very are you sure they'd warn me like three times and my parents would be like just just give the boy his stuff he knows what he wants <laughs> he can have, the, he's a man. yeah and then i go when we go see family in the uk in the summer and we go to indian restaurants and i'd order the thing with the same name no warning <laughs> they give me this food so much spicier they'd be like oh damn Matt, in england they don't care yeah. They're just like, fuck you. You yeah. thought you could do this? No, you're wrong, you prick. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so based on that, I was like, no, they don't. They don't, they don't 
I'm not gonna, I can't buy anything that spicy in Luxembourg anyway. Whatever I choose is going to be fine. But that was not the case. It took me a long time to um, dig under the cheese to take all these peppers out and enjoy the rest of this pizza, which was quite nice afterwards because oh, then okay. it was just kind of a bit of oil. You know, there wasn't any seeds or anything left. I was it was, say, it if was it still. If it all seeped in, could it be like yeah. you couldn't eat any of it? Like all the. It, it was, was still. Thing. The base was too spicy. <laughs> it was still very spicy, but edible. Afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, last night I was thinking about this story, and I think what I bought was a strain of Bedfordshire Supernaga, which is one million Scovilles, <laughs> or two hundred times spicier than a jalapeno. <laughs> so, and I cut these up all over the fucking pizza. <laughs> And I think my mum even said when I bought them, she was like, "Did you check about what these are?" And I was like, "I, I eat spicy food all the time." <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, I was I was very very wrong, Charlie. <laughs> like, mum, don't condescend me. <laughs> don't. I know I'm exactly not. I'm a spice food aficionado. Okay. <laughs> I live for the chili pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. My um, my girlfriend isn't. She can't do spicy food at all. Like she just she just can't. Like I'm I'm not great, but I'm okay. Like I can get like my go-to curry is like a madras. That's the right. sort of level where I find that comfortable, I enjoy it, but I'm also like quite spicy. But she literally she can't eat anything. And the amount of times we've gone out to eat somewhere and um or like uh, we've cooked something and she's had one bite of it and just been like, I literally can't eat this. <laughs> I can't eat and I feel so bad because we're sat there and I'm like, Mine's hotter than yours. Like I'm like we can't even swap plates. I'm just like, I'm so sorry, we'll order something <laughs> else or I'll cook something else. I didn't mean to do this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have a friend. Sorry, Karen. I, I have a friend, and their girlfriend likes to eat frozen peas in cold passata. They just pour it in like cereal and eat that. Oh, that is actually making me want to be sick. That's it's the worst thing you've ever heard, right? That is, like, That's horrible. Cold passata by itself just <laughs> makes my skin crawl. <laughs> and then adding crunchy frozen peas. Ah. Oh, oh. It's <laughs> just an astounding no fact to know about this your person. friend's girlfriend, but why are they still together? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be a deal breaker for me. If they're like, oh, I'm just going to have a snack, and then they pour massage and peas, I'd be like, no, we're, we're, we're through. I can't do this anymore. I, 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 you know, I, I admire that patience. <laughs> <laughs> that is some true love right there. <laughs> I, can't, I, I just kind of like move past Dude, that. take a second, yeah. Yeah. It's fine, just sit in it for a little bit. <laughs> okay, so uh, Carlisle, thank you so much for coming on this, this podcast and sharing some stories. It's been lovely to have you on here. It's been lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. And, uh, I'm going to hand the floor over to you, give you a few minutes to talk about your own podcast, which, personally, I very much enjoy. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> um... Uh, I'm on a podcast called Dungans and Dragnos. Uh, the the concept of this is that we come up with uh, silly things that people can use in their games of Dungeons and Dragons, but really, really stupid things. But in practice, what we do is talk complete shit for an hour. Um, so if I that can, sounds like kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've listened uh, to it. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. very funny shit though. It's very enjoyable. So I'm glad you like it. I was when we were recording it. Where I was like, oh god, this is just awful. This is just 
this is just nothing. But then after I edit it, I'm like, oh, actually, this was pretty funny. We were just a bit too close to it to really appreciate it. But when you're in the room, you're like, what are we fucking doing? I think my uh, favorite bit yeah, so that's, far has I'm going to um, spell it, which I always feel... Has been a... Sorry? I think my favorite bit so far has been Skellington's theme tune. Was that his name? <laughs> Skeleton, yeah. Skeleton. I, that I, cracked me up for like five. I don't know why. Just I can't remember which one of <laughs> which one of your co-hosts it was, but when he grabbed the ukulele or whatever it was, that just uh, Ross cra- did that, yeah. yeah, that the just creeps. cracked me up. I have no idea why. We're all very musical in that. We might actually all be starting a band soon. Oh no, Duggins <laughs> and Dragnos band. Uh, me and actually one of them are in a band already called WNR, and all of our lyrics are about as stupid as you'd imagine. <laughs> we've we've got a rap song in the works called Pussy Money Weed, which is like <laughs> what you'd imagine it would be. Uh, but yeah, so uh, my podcast is D-U-N-G-E-N-S and D-R-A-G-N-O-S. And the reason I felt to spell that is because it's two completely gibberish words. And if this does interest you, it will be impossible to find without that. Yeah. I searched for it on iTunes and it was still like spelt correctly. And it was still like the fourth one that came up. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is, I, obviously the joke is that it's a misspelt version of Dungeons and Dragons. But um, if you type in Dungeons and Dragons, it always automatically corrects it to Dungeons and Dragons. And you have to be like, no, I know what I was doing, Google. Let me do what I was doing. It's right. Eventually, people will type it so often that people type Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> they're like, did you mean <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons? That's the dream, where we, where we drive Dungeons and Dragons into obscurity and render the whole podcast, therefore, effectively meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I personally, I'm a big fan. It's very funny. Um, I I played Dungeons and Dragons like twice, so I don't really know half the stuff. But like, it's still very enjoyable. So if you've you never still played it, you don't more. need to know Dungeons and Dragons to listen to it. It's yeah, very cause, accessible. Because we don't know anything about <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, and that shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much for coming on, Carlisle. It's been lovely chatting to you and lovely meeting you. I've I've had a wonderful time. Thank you for having Glad. me. You can have uh, me back if you anytime. Ever have any more, and you'd like to come back? Feel free. I'd love to have you back. I'd absolutely love to come back. <laughs> um, do you have any like social media stuff that you want to plug? Uh yeah. Um. Uh. For the podcast, it's uh, at Dragnose Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook, or you can email the show at Dungans and Dragnose at Gmail dot com. Thank you. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me, you can follow me on Twitter at why did I underscore pod, or maybe send in your own embarrassing stories to <laughs> why did I pod at gmail.com, and maybe you'll get them read out if you want. Please do, because it's a whole <laughs> segment that I'm working on, so please do. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. If you enjoyed, please also give us a five-star rating on iTunes, because apparently that helps. I don't know. Uh, I, oh, God's sake. I have this outro that I did with Harry, and I can't remember what it is. This happens every time. I'm very bad at this. I suck at the outros. I find them very hard to do. As you can tell, I'm still talking. Uh, Thank you for listening. My name is Charlie, and that's why I did that. See you next time. Bye. Bye.